0: Hope you're doing well. Over yourselves, yes, we're back with another episode of Behind the Curtain, where we discuss some of the topics uh, that we discussed in the previous episodes in a bit more detail. Uh, and as you can see, uh, we're back uh, at Roundhouse Works in a new location. No uh, and um, I definitely would recommend. Uh, we might actually do a video about Roundhouse Works. I need to actually just. Kind of but like I said, life is busy. Um, but yeah, I'm here with an amazing guest speaker. Uh, and We're going to be discussing an amazing topic. But before we get into any of that, um, yeah, I'm going to hand over to our guest speaker today, Yulia. Could you just let us know a bit about you and what you do?
1: So yeah, so hey, uh, my name is Yulia. I'm currently an aerospace engineering student at Bruno University. And I'm going on to do my MNG. Um, yeah, starting this September. So. Yeah, that's something I'm really excited about. Um, yeah, and I'm currently on a, an internship, at, a ten-week internship at Charles Royce, where I'm interning as an engineering um, intern within their power system um, sector. So, yeah, that's given me a lot of exposure uh, over the summer into actual real-life engineering, um, just working environment. Um, but, yeah, I've also had the chance to do an internship uh, at Keane International through a mentor um that I had uh, this year he works there. So yeah I think overall this summer I think for really me has just been really it's expanded my knowledge um and helped me to put my theoretical knowledge into action. Um so yeah just it's been
0: quite exciting yeah, that's really cool uh, but yeah she's, she's been very humble because um, you know she's uh, she's, won, she's won awards she's a, she's an award winner um, Mentee of the Year uh, with uh, Wybeck uh, that's an organisation of Brunel that do amazing work in promoting women in engineering um, but yeah she's very humble she didn't mention that uh, Undergrad of the Year Top 10 finalist with Rolls-Royce um, yeah you, you've won many awards and um, Yeah, we'll we'll be diving into all of this later on. Um, But let's start with the the first official question, um, which is all about... uh, So this episode, I think we're sort of thinking about it as just like not everyone has the same educational journey mm. uh, you know I, I don't know when we're we'll released this will probably be released before the episode that was recorded yesterday but the episode that we're, we've got coming up with um, sisters in stem or Sistem, Um, you know we were talking about all our educational journeys and especially as black people we were talking about how sometimes you don't feel comfortable sharing your failures mm. or like how things might not have worked out the way you wanted to and as some of our avid listeners and watchers may know for some of our episodes we've actually been doing, having those conversations about name of time when something like didn't work out the way you wanted and we wanted to see a redirection. So yeah, this episode's all about that. We're going to be talking both about, um, well, I mean, obviously I'm into know Yulia and I'm going to be learning more about, and we'll be learning more about her educational journey. But also I'll be sharing some more about my own too, because uh, it's only so there. Um, but yeah, we're going to start with the first question, which is what inspired you to, you know, go on this journey of, academic excellence, personal growth. Like I said, you, you've won all these awards and stuff. Um, but what inspired you to, especially to go into like aerospace engineering? Mm-hmm. Because I know like, engineering as a whole, to me, is complicated. Like, It's a lot. Uh, that's why That's why in my family, my brother is the engineer and I am the environmental scientist. Because it's, it can be a lot. It can yeah. be a lot. Um, it's scarier than it looks, though. Okay. It's scarier okay. than
1: it really but, is. Yeah, yeah
0: let's, let's go into it. What inspired you to like study um, aerospace engineering? I wasn't meant
1: to say scarier, it's not as scary as it looks, <laughs> I'm playing it in my head, I'm like, okay, yeah, all right, so um, what inspired me to get into mm. aerospace engineering? Yeah. I think just for me growing up, especially since I was young, mm. um, I've always wanted to excel and just achieve things that haven't really been done before. Mm. Um I almost wanted to be like a pioneer. So whatever I was involved in. So Mm. I I was a a competitive swimmer for like six, seven years. My dream was to be an Olympic swimmer. I used to do what else? Space. I love space science. Mm. Um, As simple as just learning about um, just like our galaxy Mm. or the comparison between the sun and the earth. Mm. Like the sun can fit into the earth a million times. Mm -hmm. And then there are, you know, billions of stars, Mm. um, in our just in our galaxy and, and in so many billions and millions of galaxies so just creation in general i was just mm. in awe of it mm. and it was something i wanted to study um, in depth and like i said because i just wanted to excel in everything and reach like specific roles mm. uh, within as an engineer as a scientist that hasn't really been done before i wanted to be an astronaut oh. until age 15 16. Um, yeah so until a level until i was humbled <laughs> but i i really wanted to be an astronaut so i had that drive i guess mm. uh, behind my studies. so that's how i got into space science mm. um or just stem in general mm. um, and i pursued that so i made sure whether it be GCSE or a level i took um, courses that allowed me to pursue engineering at university mm-hmm. um yeah so i think that is how I got into aerospace. I'm, I'm more of a practical person, mm. and I know a lot of space science um, careers leads into research. Mm. So I knew mean, maybe that wouldn't be the route for me. So I think aerospace engineering kind of allowed that um, combination of practical and also theoretical mm. uh, knowledge. So. I think yeah, that's kind of
0: how I got into aerospace. Yeah, cool. And yeah, it's also nice to find someone as well who's interested in space. I mean, like I said, I didn't go into engineering, but I do like space and space travel. And like the only reason, like physics for A level was tough.
1: It was humbling. It's humbling, man so difficult, yeah.
0: Um, but, like, I love, I love the space stuff yeah. and learning, even, like, when it got into, like, quantum physics okay. and, like... Yeah, like uh, that
1: was painful, but it, it's, gonna... it's rewarding <laughs> when you understand it, yeah. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, but, yeah, I guess uh, to sort of add on to this, how is your educational... Like I said, we're going to be going to specific moments, but mm. how has your educational journey shaped your perspective, both on education but also success? Because I think mm. sometimes, like what we said, like, people get so hung up on... I got like a, you know I graduated from university with like a with a first. I got a distinction in my dissertation. Yeah. You know I didn't even know this until my own graduation because uh, my undergrad one was online. So when they were at my master's graduation, they were just like, oh yeah, reading out, oh this person got like. A high, the highest mark in their course for the I don't even know you, you got that mm-hmm. announced with your name um, and I was like you know, props to these people like dissertations is going to be hard as a whole but to to Beautiful. be the highest in your year to, to get that grade or to lead into like other research is, is very impressive yeah. Um, but yeah I think that's an interesting perspective because especially with um, like GCSEs and A-level results like literally the last month being announced uh, almost at this time mm. um there's always been this like focus on oh okay i need to get like if i don't get like an a or a b like i'm a failure yeah. or i'm not successful so yeah i'd like to know how has your journey shaped your perspective on both education and success and what that means um to you yeah yeah
1: that's like that's a really good question um i think just on the topic of a levels mm. um i took, you know, for my first year of A-level, um, just physics, maths, chemistry. Um, I wasn't actually able to take physics to begin with because I got C in GCSE. So I, I took it externally. I ended up taking five A-levels for my ASC. Yeah. Wow. Um, okay. And it was very difficult. However, I practically, I kind of lacked that study system. Mm. So I, pro- I dealt with a lot of procrastination. Mm. As driven as I was, I just wasn't able to practically follow up and keep up Mm. with my studies. So as a result, I ended up failing, Um, you know, my A-levels for first year, moving to a different sixth form um, and having to start over again. So that was kind of a shock because it didn't follow the initial plan that I set up for myself Mm. uh, to achieve, you know, my my engineering (laughs) goals. Uh, It was humbling. Honestly, uh, yeah, so I had to find a new sixth form, start over again, and it did shake my confidence, you know, it, I wasn't as confident in myself to be able to achieve my my dreams, or, mm. you know, in academia I was questioning myself, like, what's wrong with me, why did mm. why me, like, everyone else was able to do it, but how come I wasn't able to actually just succeed in my, um, my A-levels, so I ended up failing at A-levels a few times before I even got into university, um I ended up taking a gap here and really just thinking about what is it that I really want to do. Mm. Why am I struggling? I'm so ambitious, like I said, purpose driven. Mm. Why do I keep failing? It's not like I don't care. Mm. But again, it comes for me it was the practical aspect. I wouldn't necessarily allow I wanted to cover all the topics and study all by myself. Like, you know, I'll be in class, I'll zone out. But then I think to myself, okay, I'll go home and go over all mm-hmm. of that again. I just wasn't able to keep up, though. I would procrastinate a lot. And I think um, after my gap year, I ended up taking a different route to university. I ended up going to... Um, I did a one-year, like a foundation mm. uh, course, not with my uni, but with a college, a one-year engineering foundation course. Um, and that gave me access into university. I was able to get the exact grade that I needed for that. Um, yeah, so then going to university and... You know, I was like, again, I'm like age wise a bit older than the people my year and not a lot of people had that similar experience, Mm -hmm. you know, in engineering. You don't really hear people saying, yeah, I failed my A-levels to get to, to, you know, to study this course. So there was a challenge Mm -hmm. I faced in that area. But I think overall, I met so many people who had that good study system in place, Mm -hmm. you know, so I learned from them. I would study with them. Um, would really push each other i think community at university mm. finding your people on your course is so important yeah. i would suggest to anyone don't try to get to university in your own strength or try to study these topics by your own like by yourself you know be um ask questions be willing to just ask for help when you need it mm. and yeah so you know and then fast forward to this year when i just finished my third year of um, aerospace engineering so I would apply for a, to a lot of grad schemes and placements mm. and I would keep getting rejected understandable you know the, the companies were very competitive where mm. I was applying um, however I didn't give up there mm. I, even the internship I did with raw Stories initially I wasn't successful but I yeah I wasn't successful um, last year mm. however I found alternative routes like mm. you mentioned undergraduate of the year award I came across that, and I realised the award which I had wanted to apply to, which is Excellence Through Adversity, was actually spons- sponsored by Royce. Oh, wow. You can get an internship. So I took that route. I went through the application, and I reached top ten. Um, even the internship at Kane International, mm. I didn't take the normal route of sending my CV and applying. I actually had a mentor. You see, mm. I reached out to my uni- with Bruno University mentoring program. Mm. Um, they gave me a mentor. Um, and he just guided me throughout the year with various applications, mm. master's applications, um, just job applications, looking through my CV, and just being that support uh, to me, Jonathan Hall, shout out. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then at the end, he ended up offering me um, an internship at his company for six, seven weeks. Um, this was prior to even getting my second one with Raw Stories. So these internships that I've had so far... And the success I mm. guess I've had didn't really come through the normal conventional mm. route. So I think to answer your question, what have I learned? Or how has that shaped my yeah. perspective on success? It may not look like everyone else's. Success mm. may not look like how it does for everyone else. Um, don't be afraid to take the unconventional you know, route, that is the unpopular route um, to reach your goals. I think that's something I've learned. Mm. And also persistence and perseverance. You know, I really had to be resilient and push through failing my A levels and failing again and again, mm. um, going through a different route again to engineering. I could have given up, mm. you know, but and I did at one point feel like giving up and you know you struggle mentally at the same time. Um, but I think just that element of persistence, resilience, and also not being afraid to take unconventional routes, things that are not the norm, you know. That are out of the norm, I guess. Yeah. Um, don't be afraid to do that. So you can reach success that way, I'd say, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, that's really good. I like that. Um, Did you answer
1: that properly? Yeah, you answered that, that no, no,
0: no, no, that was waffling. Um, um, honestly, like, it's... I think there's a lot that you can dive in, like, a lot of pe- things people can learn from, from what you just said. Okay. Um, because I think, sort of, like, to pick up the key areas that, uh, you know, like, I think definitely needs to be spoken about is one, I think, like you said, like, just normalising that, like... A levels, especially, I think more A levels than GCSEs. There is a lot of pressure for, like, literally some of the, like, some people that I know from my church. They just got their A level, uh, sorry, their GCSE results, and they were, like, stressing. And they were just, oh my gosh, like, it's gonna, like, my whole life's gonna be, yeah. like, changed by this. And I was just, like, look, man, like, I'm telling you. It's not that G- deep. It's not that deep. Like, I was just, like, GCSE, like, Jeffrey, he was thinking the same thing. I was, like, AS and A level Jeffrey was thinking the same thing. Um, and I was just, like, my, I told them like for me when I was younger mm. I was like surprising people were surprised by this but I said I want, well some of them are some of them are. but I said I wanted to be a politician because I was like mm. I really like the idea of being able to like make change in my community and do all of this but, I could see that yeah so for a long I time I wanted yeah. to be a politician uh, then I sort of like hit my teens and I was mm. like you know what I'm good, because uh, I was just like, even from a young age, I was just like, you could really tell with politics that sometimes you're not actually able to implement what you want, because whether it's because your party wants to do something different, or because, you know, to do with, like, external circumstances, like, it always felt like with politics, there's always that, like, oh, you have to, like, find a way to, I mean, it, again, it's a smart thing with politics of trying to find common ground for everyone, but then that means you're not always able to do the things that you want to actually yeah. implement and change. So for me, I was like, no, nah, politics, I'm good. Um, <laughs> then because I did a lot of, like, re- like I, was, I, re- I love science fiction. So I was reading a lot of, like, science fiction books when I was in my like yeah. teen years. And I was thinking, oh, cool, like, nanotechnology, the idea of, like, using, like, these small robots to create all these, like, cool stuff. And I'm a comic book fan. So, like, Iron Man and all this stuff. Like, it interested me. So I was yeah. like, cool, I want to go into nanotechnology or bioengineering. <laughs> um, and I was like, maybe I'll do that for a uni um, came to my, like, GCSEs, uh, yeah, came to GCSE results day, um, and literally, like we said, so, I got, I don't even remember what I got for my, like, it ago. Right. Um, but, like, I know, I think for, all I remember is, and this really annoyed me, because maths, I was one off an A, and I was just like, I couldn't get it remarked, but I was just, like, you know what, I want them to remark it, and the great changes, and go to <laughs> so I'm like, you know what, let me just, just take it. Um, but I think for physics, I got a, literally, like we were saying, like, I got a C, um, at my uh, school 6th form you had to have I think a B yeah. so there was this whole thing of like my parents and I would think like we were like rushing we are applying for other schools um, and yeah a lot of people I don't think anyone actually knows this um, apart maybe my family do but like we so we had a trip to Barcelona so like my parents would, I was like stressing because I was like cool <laughs> I don't know where I'm going to sixth form but sixth form is coming and they were just like cool just go on the trip just relax just chill um, but yeah so I went. we went on the trip and then as a family anyways we're like when we go on holiday we like to with my siblings like we like to explore places so we went yeah. to this church um, and they were doing like you could go and like sit, so I literally just went in and I prayed, and I was like, "God, I don't know what's what's happening." I was like, "I, I just, I was just like, if I can go to my school, that would be amazing." But I was like, at this point, like, I don't know what's happening. So just anything that can work out, I'll do it. Um, so I came back. Uh, you know, my parents told me that they had a meeting with uh, my head teacher to discuss, like, well, discuss if I could go to the school. They wanted to sort of raise some stuff, so they spoke with him. And then literally they were just like, okay, cool. So he said that he wants to meet you the next day. Like, just come in and just speak. So I came in, just spoke. And then literally, like, he was just like, the teacher was just like, you know, we're like, we're bringing you back. You can come back, you can stay at school. So literally, that might not be necessarily a failure, but for a moment, I was generally just like, I don't know where I'm going. Yeah, Yeah. so I don't know where I'm going. Um, And then A-level results. So AS, um, I did maths, history, Drama history. and physics. Again, people generally get confused why I did such a random. That's I fair. just, I just liked. I yeah. liked drama. I liked That's history. Right. Uh, and then my parents would say, like my parents, and my family were just like, oh, have like if you're doing physics, mm-hmm. do a maths because if you do want to like go into the engineering mm-hmm. route, you've Balance, got that. Yeah. um But personally, like I said, I I didn't know what I wanted to do at uni until just before. Um, when you had to literally pick your course mm. so yeah bringing it to like year 13 it came to when you like what you were saying about procrastination um one thing that stuck for me from secondary school is one of the teachers did an assembly about ostriches and he was just like yeah it, was, it, it, it makes sense huh. <laughs> and he was literally just like oh so with ostriches um, whenever they're stressed or things are like getting hectic yeah. uh, they have a tendency to just literally just put their head in the sand and just hope for the best and he mm. said when it came to I think that was for GCSEs which was just like it's the same thing everyone's kind of like oh exams coming like some people will have their like I don't know like monthly plan mm. of okay so if I do this much studying on this day plan all of this then I can do all of this um, me I was in this I was not in that boat yes. it came to a point where I was literally just like Osher's head in the sand like I don't want to think about it like when it comes it Avoid comes it. yeah, yeah. Um, and it was the same with my a level. So when it was like picking your like course in university, I was mm. like, I generally have no idea. Because I was just like, uh, so for year 13, I dropped maths. So I only was doing drama, history and physics. Mm. Obviously, there is no overlap between those three areas. So I was just like, cool. I'm looking for courses. They're like, oh, if you want to do a science, you have to have like a science subject and maths Mm -hmm. if you wanted to go into well then drama you could just do drama history you could just do history but I was like I didn't want to go and do drama at university well one I have have African parents but um
1: simple simple I wanted to do art in GCSE yeah yeah (laughs) Like,
0: when you read that yeah um, <laughs> e- even convincing like even convincing my parents for both my to do drama for GCSE and A-level was, that's mine yeah honestly like they like no no <laughs> and my siblings have been through that honestly like yeah. even to this day like, my siblings are just like the fact that you were able to do it yeah. and, Like, but to be honest like, yeah anyways <laughs> yeah um, and like I do like I say even though I didn't like go and study drama um, later on I didn't study history like at uni yeah. there's a lot of stuff I learned from both that yeah. have still impact the way like drama I've said I probably wouldn't be as confident to do some of the stuff that I do without doing drama mm-hmm. because you learn like how to learn about body language you learn about how to like you know portray emotions mm-hmm. you learn about the emphasis of when you're like reading a script how to yeah. emphasise certain words um, so for me drama helped me with public speaking and getting comfortable in front of the cameras doing stuff like this mm-hmm. um, so yeah when it came to year 13 um, physics came uh, my physics teacher at the time was really nice um, and my drama teacher like both of them had known me I think almost my whole time at secondary school so when it came to A levels and they, everyone was just like oh, I want to study this and this I, like, I think I don't, I, don't, I don't think I told my drama teacher I think she found out possibly from either one of them the, my head of form or whatever she was just like what do you want to do at uni and I was like I have no clue um because I was like I could do an engineering thing but I don't have a maths I was like a science would be interesting but I don't know which one Mm so she was just like well what do you like and I was like well I like sustainability I like the idea of like looking after the environment so she said oh speak to your physics teacher because she knew him and she was like he did something similar at university so the whole idea of me doing environmental science came from that discussion because literally my physics teacher after one lesson was just like cool let's just sit down let's look at courses that are currently available and he was like are you going to stay in London I was like yes he was just like okay cool like what are of these subjects what do you think will be interesting and I said oh environmental science it looks good like it's open it gives me a lot of career opportunities afterwards mm. so yeah long story short comes the results day uh, and I've said this before um like I, I was just like uh, everyone's told when it comes. so two things one before results day and I'd finished all my A-levels my dad had the best advice and I still stick to it to this day he's just like anytime you do an exam yeah. don't talk about it afterwards everyone's going to be like what you put for this answer what did you put for this answer he's just like just keep your mouth shut just be like you don't remember yeah. yeah you're just like people are just like oh how can you not remember just be like look I just needed to study for this exam and I've left it I've yeah. done the exam I've left it there mm-hmm. afterwards he was like I don't talk about it and then even like after the results stated like I've done all my exams he was just like cool leave it there like, you, you, like no amount of stressing or worrying is going to then like change anything yeah. exactly um, so I was like cool Came to results day and everyone like I know people were saying before like oh if you don't get like an email from the university saying like you've enrolled then that means that you you're not going to uni and you're gonna have to go through clearing obviously that didn't happen um, like I checked UCAS on the day so before I even knew my results I found out I got to Brunel and mm. Brunel was my insurance so I was happy with that mm. um, but yeah literally I came to results day like, I got my results and I found out I got CCE in and the E was in physics so even the fact that I got to university I was a bit like wow, okay, like, like especially when I'm doing a science, the science is the one that I need the grade in, I was like, cool. Um, Fast fast forwarding it to today, where like, I've graduated from my master's and all that stuff, Um, I look back on it and I'm like, I, like, I'm not upset with anything, like, I definitely before was a bit conscious of saying, like, oh, I got CCE for my A levels and stuff like this. But literally, come kind of like on, my dad, like, my parents say it, my siblings say it, like, at the end of the day, no one cares, like, especially when you're applying for jobs, no one cares about your A levels anymore. Like, as soon as you've got your degree yeah, and fair. then you've got your next degree, and, like, people genuinely don't mm-hmm. care. Um, so, yeah, so I think, like you were saying about success and education, I think for me, it was just like, just two things. So, one, always do, always study stuff that you enjoy. Don't mm-hmm. necessarily study. And I know this, again, like I said, Depending on the type of parents you have, I know this can be difficult. But always do stuff that you enjoy because yeah. at the end of the day, and again, like my I, like I always say on the podcast, my dad has very interesting sayings. So he's got stuff that sticks. And he was just like, if you do, if you study a subject that you don't like, and I think that's why personally I didn't do well in maths, my AS, because I didn't like maths, okay. my maths teacher was not the best. So I was like, cool, I really d- I'm not enjoying this subject. I didn't really like revising for it. So if you're doing a subject that you don't like, you will always struggle to revise for it. You'll always struggle to do mm-hmm. it. Even with university. I uh, like we were saying um about like almost thinking of quitting. Like my master my master's dissertation, I generally for, for was just, and there was one point where I was just like, cool, I don't even care like what it is. I wanna just submit it like it's this. So, yeah. Like I'm done. Like, as long as I pass, whatever grade I get, I'm cool. Like, like you're settling. <laughs> exactly.
1: You're ready to settle,
0: yeah. Um and then like my like my whole family was just like, no, like just like relax take it easy um because yeah literally I even I think a couple of days before um the submission date I like got um I wasn't like a serious injury like I got uh like got an infection on my foot so I was literally just like cool like I don't know if like I was like like my lecturer was just like oh we need to do this and this like you need to improve this on the course and I was like cool like this is getting all too much I was like mm-hmm. you know I don't care like just submit it. Like. I just... I'm, I'm done. Uh, but then, yeah, I got an accelerated circumstance, was able to submit it later and, yeah, I passed. And even, yeah, like, right. the fact that I passed it, I, I was just like, I don't even care the percentage, the grade, like i passed. pass. I'm happy with it.
1: Yeah, exactly. You got what you needed. Exactly.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I think sometimes... So, I think, yeah, for me, the second thing would be also, like, no matter Because for my undergraduate one, I would definitely say my dissertation, I loved the idea. It was something that I suggested. My supervisor was definitely um, like up for supporting it. My second one, it was only because of, like, how complicated my... Well, arguably, you could argue I could have done it. But with the time that I had for my master's uh, dissertation... I picked something that someone suggested and that sort of links back to the whole idea of doing stuff that you enjoy Hmm. rather than doing stuff that other people enjoy. Because there were times when I was literally researching and I was like, this is the driest thing ever. Like, this is dull. I would prefer to just, like, do something else. I'd prefer to just, like, maybe just, you know... Looked at another like topic that I could have done. Mm. Um Even like when I started to research, it, I was kind of thinking, "Oh, you know what? Maybe I'll just ask if I can get a new supervisor, do a new topic." But I was like, "You know, what? I've got supervisor. a supervisor. I know my supervisor as well. So like, she knows like she knows what she's doing." But yeah, literally like what you're saying. I think the key thing I've learned is that you've just got to like do what you enjoy because when you don't, that's when things like you you mm-hmm. don't enjoy what you're particularly doing. Um, or
1: even like have a purpose exactly. for what you're doing because I think. Something I've learned is, even with engineering, mm. that you may not enjoy everything. Mm. You may, I think it's also, especially for young people, it's good to understand you won't enjoy everything. Mm. But sometimes you have to persevere and push through it to mm. get the result that you want. Exactly. So we have this like idea of, if I don't enjoy it, I shouldn't be in it. Mm. It's not for everything, though. Mm. Some things you have to push through, persevere. Maybe mm. when you get the degree, it gives you a job that mm. you'll actually end up enjoying. Yeah. So... Yeah, I think finding the balance uh, between that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I definitely I agree. Just, I had to
0: learn that the hard way, yeah. yeah. Um, I think we've sort of done this, so I'll ask it anyways. All and right. if you feel like we've done it, we can go to the next question. Okay. But um can you share a pivotal moment or experience that significantly significantly influenced how you approach like overcoming challenges, okay. uh, you know, lear- achieving success, learning from failures. Um, yeah. I mean I know you shared your A level journey, mm. but is there another like moment that you feel like It's also like if this like changed your direction or like changed how you approach like especially like I guess on a mindset like perseverance and things like that
1: yeah I think for me two moments come into mind um and one of it is with of course I mentioned A-level already but just to give like a little an in-depth uh into it when I received my grades for Mm. when I felt AS um yeah humbling moments And I was just standing outside, and my friend, she went to her house to get something, and I just had a moment where I'm like, okay, like, it was so painful, but Mm. I was like, okay, I'm faced with the reality, Mm. and it was, because I'm a Christian as well, so everything that I've done, I relate it with God in my Mm. faith, so I, so what I mean by this is like, I know that if I'm, I know God works everything for my good. And it's easier to say it now, but when you're failing really? and you're facing it, it's like, was well, my faith, you know? But in that moment, I had to make a con, like, I remember it till this day. Mm. I was listening to, uh, I don't know if you know the worship song. Um, wait, we'll cut this one out. <laughs> 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 thousand times have I I don't know. I again?
0: It sounds really viral.
1: Everlasting or something? Oh, like yeah, that? yeah, I think, yeah. yeah. It will, will put
0: the name, it will appear, like, and everything, um, yeah.
1: What, are going to add? Yeah, a there? <laughs> <laughs> okay. so, um, so there's a worship song I was listening to, mm. and it basically said, um, like, I'll submit to, to God's will, whatever, mm. <laughs> this is what I've done, mm. I completely flocked it, mm. but like, a moment I was like, would help me, and whatever this looks like in the future, whatever, how are you re- however you redirect me, mm. I'm just willing to follow, just I trust in you. Just that moment of I trust in you, Lord. Mm. And that was quite pivotal for me. Because, yeah, I mean, the, what came after even going to sixth form again and mm. uh, failing my A-levels. Once again, it was, I just had to trust the Lord mm. in the process. So that's one moment uh, okay. that definitely just changed my perspective. And mm. the second one is actually this year. So, I'm, you know, I came to my third year and a lot of people are applying for placements and um graduate schemes so I started doing that as mm. well you know I'm working on my CV and my cover letter on top of all the assignments mm. uh, that I was doing and I was just getting rejected uh, rejection to the point I was memorizing the emails that they would send oh. like I I know when rejection comes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from the first line of the email um but yeah so I was just getting rejected and even with rule stories initially it wasn't successful and That was painful. Mm. Like, I was so, mate, I was crying in my room. Like, what's going on? Like, why did that not work Mm -hmm. out, you know? Uh, Because I was so close, but still yet so far. Mm. Uh, But then, you see, rejection is redirection, Mm. and I I stand by that now. And you have to take, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. And Mm. I kind of lived that out this year. Mm. Um, So, you know, I applied to mentoring, like I mentioned, two mentoring Mm. programs. One of them gave me an internship for six, seven weeks. Mm. The other one is where my ment- my mentor, um, Sam, actually nominated me for Mentee of the Year. Mm. And because I won that, I'm going to have a one-week work experience with Motorola. Oh, wow. Yeah, which is coming up soon in two weeks. And I'm so excited. But mm. that also opens opportunities for grad schemes mm. and so many you know opportunities. And I also came across Undergraduate of the Year Award, mm. January. Um of course, when I'm looking at is it, by target jobs mm. is open for everyone in the UK. I laughed. I remember looking at it and I laughed as if, yeah, <laughs> as if I'm going to get that far. But there was still something in me that was like, just try, mm. just reach out and try. And I did that. I reached, uh, I sent my application. You have to do 500 word essay. Um, I recommend for anyone actually studying undergrad, in the undergraduate studies, undergraduate of the year award by target job. For that, mm. honestly, uh, don't, don't hold back. You will still, there are things you'll learn in the process, even if you don't make it to top 10 or if mm-hmm. you don't win, it's fine. The process, the journey in itself, uh, will literally equip you with everything that you need. Um, yeah, so I applied to that, came to you know, made it to top 10, and ended up getting a call from also saying, Hey, are you up for a summit internship? Mm. And I got the call late as well, so I initially thought I didn't get it. So there were so many moments of rejection 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 Mm. to the point i'm like like why am i even trying Mm. you know i keep it just it feels like the doors were closing Mm. but then because of the route i took you know not the normal route Mm. but the different opportunities i took uh i just grasped they opened other doors for me Mm. so yeah i think that just shaped you know my perspective on success even Mm. right now i'm applying for mentoring programs uh, with different companies with the motorsports um so many things Even just a quick thing Just over the summer um, Shout out to Motives uh, George who's um, the CEO with Motives So they're basically Just like empowering the, the youth into STEM And into motorsport and Just opening different opportunities And equipping young people With what they need into motorsport So check them out Motives um, So I've always been following them And just been inspired by everything they do And also George um, He's a race engineer Works with Mission 44. 4 Um, With Lewis Hamilton so this over the summer they had an opportunity I don't know if you follow Formula 1 but they had Formula E Mm. um, event in London the the finale was here actually so on Instagram uh, on this story both George and Motors posted if you guys want a ticket you know just DM us it was on Friday after work I was tired I'm like "Mm, let me just go for it as if I'm going to get anything but Mm. let me go for it yeah it's because there's only one ticket I DM'd them they got back to me, that in a I was surprised. That they, they got back, but they're like, hey Leah, sorry, somebody, we gave the ticket to someone else already on the Saturday, but we'll let you know about the finale, which is Sunday, I didn't even know there was mm. you know, Sunday. So I thought, okay, cool, just, just let me know. On this Sunday at church, imagine we finish worship praying, I'm like, let me just check if they got back to me, I see miss calls from them. On, the, on my Instagram, they're like, our oh, CEO George is trying to call you, um, just let us know if you can, if you're still available. Yeah, so after service, I'm like, hey, we we're almost finished. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, hey, yeah, like I'm available. I'm mm-hmm. willing to come. Is it still ev- is it still open? And he literally called me. He's like, hey, you know, I'm at Excel at the event. We'll give you the VIP ticket. Wow. Um, wow. Are you willing to come in like two hours or something? <laughs> or like in an hour? I said, um, okay, what? I was just, I was shocked. But yeah, so I went. I spent hours with George. Mm. It was like a VIP um, experience mm. So we ha- we got to have the grid walk uh, okay, okay. Um, and got to actually visit the different pit lanes and mm. the cars and see the drivers and mm. actually see the finale take place mm. and meet so many different people there i've never had experience like that mm. but all it took is for me to just take my chances mm. right even with the award i just took my chances so when you do this don't see it as a waste don't see it as mm. yeah, as if it will happen do it try mm. it i always tell people don't think about it just do it mm. So, and then these kind of things come up. So, yeah, now I'm, you know, um, trying to volunteer with Motives and work with them. So, it just opens doors for you. So, yeah. don't limit yourself. Don't limit what success looks like for you, I think. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah.
0: No, that's really good. I've been doing it. yeah. No, honestly, like, I think, like, it's, I think especially bringing it, because it's something that I've been trying to figure out where i will mention on the podcast. Yeah. But I think, kind of like what you are saying, I think this is the perfect moment.
1: Because
0: yeah. for me, I think... I guess, like, like I said, bring it back to, like, my faith, like, every year, I feel like there is something, particularly, that God's trying to be like, this is what, like, this year is for you. So, I think, for me, um, like you said, like, I think 2019 was literally just that year of just, like, going out of there, taking chances, mm-hmm. like, um... Like the fact that I got to do a summer placement at the Environment Agency, and I applied very last minute. Like I didn't have a CV, I didn't have a cover letter ready. So they were literally just like they were coming to the they, like they were coming to our class, and I was just like, cool. Like let me just quickly like whip one up, send it over. I did. I told I would, like they then interviewed me. I was like, cool. And then even getting that was really great. I wanted to do year placement. And, like, my family were just like, oh, you know, look for one, look for one, keep looking. Mm-hmm. I couldn't find one that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. They were all either in, like, outside of London or they weren't in stuff that I was interested in. So, the fact that, like, there was one at Brunel that I only got emailed about because they extended the deadline because there were no good candidates. Um, Imagine
1: it was waiting for you to fill up. Exactly. I like, what? And I, the thing is, I don't even, e- <laughs>
0: even see the email, I think, until pretty late. And they were That's literally fun. just like, oh, um just to but let you know that's this is yeah. it so I was like cool let me check it out and I was like cool I've done some like, I've been on these programmes before I was like let me just apply it now to me this is like like I said this was that year was just amazing because mm. when I got called about the interview for that job um, they were just like cool we want to interview you. I came for the interview I think I might have been running a bit late so I was conscious that they might be upset that I was running late I got there and I do not know this but my manager says it and this is what I've always said when it comes to interviews like you just have to think that the interview doesn't start when you're in the room it's from as soon as the per- like you arrive in the place yeah. because as soon as I got there she said like she came towards me she smiled I smiled she smiled we shook hands and then she took us to the interview room she said before I even did the interview she knew she wanted to give me the job wow. um, That's yeah honestly right there right there and like the funniest thing was so for the other one I yeah. think I had to wait like a week or two before they told me like I got the job on the way home Literally, I'm just like on the on the Metropolitan line. I'm just what? chilling. I'm like, hey, the interview like behind me. I tell them, yeah, hey, went well. Like, I'll, I'll see what happens. i literally on the way home. I get a call, and and they're just like, oh hey, um, hey, like Jeffrey, you okay? Like, I'm just like, well, isn't that a good time to talk? I'm just like, yeah, now's a good time to talk. They're just like, um, just want to let you know, like, we'd like to offer you the job, and I was like, Crazy. wow, okay. <laughs> Because I was like, usually, you know, you've got to wait like a couple of weeks, couple of days. A few months. A um, few months sometimes. Yeah. Um, but they was like, yeah, we'll, we'll want to offer you the job. Um, yeah. yeah, and even better. So, obviously, I now had the summer one, and they wanted me to start the year one almost at the same time. And I was like, I'm so sorry, but I've got this summer placement. Can, is there any way this can be moved? Because I want to do this placement with you. I'm excited. It really sounds like something I'm interested in. And my manager was just like, yes. there's a, like okay. She was just like, there's no way I'm going to, like, let you like she was like I want you for this job there's no one else I want you're the best candidate Mm. let's do it so for me 2019 was just that of just trying things not putting things off um 2020 I think was definitely a year of just like just figuring things out um so just not necessarily like just going crazy like obviously like it was lockdown and stuff but it was taking things at a slower pace Mm. um 2021, I would say, was the year because literally, funny enough, that was the year when the podcast launched. So it was literally yeah. the year of just like try going out there and trying things because even for me, like there, like we were we were small, but mm-hmm. then you know, like we've now grown, and it was only because like people like, you know, I was like, like I said as a Christian like, God sent these people that I could work with and we've had, I've had the pleasure of working with them and like it's, it's all gone well like none of the guests have been bad no one said anything like I'd have to edit out and be like oh this is really like controversial mm-hmm. or anything um, but yeah I think last this year like bringing it to, to today um, I'd say this year has definitely been like what you said about this whole idea of like not seeing mi- like not seeing chances that people would say you've missed or you haven't done as good mm. as you should as that So, like, there have been a lot of... Like, I even told, like, my sister this... Like, it got to a point where literally, like, I was applying for all these competitions to, like, bring money or, like, awards that could help promote the podcast. And and literally, it was just, like, cool. Like, I'd apply. Oh, cool, like, you've been shortlisted or you've into to the final. Oh, cool, so I'm going to do something. And then be like, bam. Like, you didn't get it. Mm -hmm. And then I'd be like... Bam, didn't get it. And you'd be like, ah, oh, right, cool. Let me apply for the next thing. Ah, oh, cool. Let me apply for the next thing. And I think, like, across the point, where I literally just like, to my sister, like, I was just like, look, I'm, I'm kind of getting tired of this. Because I was just like, in all honesty, like, don't even... I was just, like, if I'm not going to win, don't even trawl this mm-hmm. me. Like, just... Just tell me, yeah. I, I did not make you can it. Gets your hopes up, exactly. Because um, you're, you're just there, and it's worse. Because sometimes you're just there, and you're thinking like, oh, like I don't really know. And then like, especially when like all these other people are winning, mm. you're like, oh, okay, maybe my like my name's coming up soon. Um, but I think for me, like, it's just been my thing has always been just that. It's been like, even if I don't win, I'm like the fact that I've got further than I was last year. So like, mm. whether it was the uh, funding competition that Bruno had last year, I applied. Um, Last year I applied. I only got to the. I got past the first stage. Didn't get past the second stage. This time I got all the way to the final. Wow. Uh, the an organisation Founder They did the first year of their like this change maker award program that they've done. Um, now bear in mind, I've never. I've never done a like a like a program and they do a lot of entrepreneurial uh, like programs they do funding stuff i've applied for their stuff i didn't get it before so literally when they were just like oh yeah you've been like we like thanks for, since, to me you've been short like we're putting you as a part of the people that people can vote for mm. i was like ah cool like someone put on. you forward yeah so uh people could nominate you uh-huh. but then literally uh so they like judge so you had judges that read mm. through like every, all the applications and pick like who they wanted people yeah. to then vote for and then they were just like cool like You've you've been a part of this election. Now we want to let you know that you like people can now vote for you. Mm. So literally, like I was just I was telling people like oh like if you can vote for me, that'd be great. Like my family, like my mum jokes about it. She was like sending it in every group chat mm. she was in. Uh, like my old manager, she's doing the same thing. Mum's a plug. Was actually plug. <laughs> Honestly, like she was just sharing it around with everyone, mm. and I was thinking, okay, cool. Um, you know. It's great, but I was just like, some of these organizations are doing like big work. Some of them are like registered business. and this is where like pick up the mic. We're not at that stage yet. So I am just like, oh, you know, they're registered business. So clearly like people. And then literally, I don't remember when it came because I think it was the month, like they, they delayed like the when the thing was going to come out a bit later. And they were just like, cool, you've been, you're in the top five. And yeah. I was like, Damn! And yeah, even like like I said, like I spoke to one of the like organizers of the event, and um, who hopefully will be on the podcast, and we'll probably discuss it there. and um, it's literally just this whole idea of like when it like when we didn't win, I was like, oh you know what? it kind of does suck because obviously in the, like you know like even if everyone tells you like oh you know like I said. Everyone says that, re- 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 and I don't. I'm not saying rejection is not redirection, but they are like in the moment, like we said,
1: rejection is rejection. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, but I was just like, wow. Um, like I told the person afterwards, I was like, you know what? Like it. It while it kind of sucked to not win, I was like. For, I've only, like, as a team, we've only been doing this for, like, yeah. two years. And, like, I'm getting to finals. I'm getting to, like, I'm getting for, like, first time. Of, like, some of these other people were registered businesses. Like, and I'm being told I'm in the top yeah. five. Like, people people are interested in what I do. So, for me, I was just, like, cool. I don't even care anymore about, like, winning itself. I'm going to say, like, it's if I can. Exactly. Well. And to get there. Um, because I also said as well, like, my, my thing is just because like someone wins or loses like doesn't mean to me personally it doesn't mean anything because there like there've been many times where like I, like I always think back to this where secondary school like I went to the um the to the like um they call it it's a head boy. Yeah, head boy for sixth form. Yeah, hey, were
1: you head boy? Nah, I wasn't. You know, I went for it. I went for
0: it then. Um, and like I did a speech and all of this. Um, and people joked because obviously, like I was just comparing myself to Obama. and Like, like every time I do like voting I thing, like, I always just put like yeah. an Obama quote. Um, but literally, like people were just like, so I didn't get it. And at the time, I was just like, that is so annoying. I was just like, oh, you know, like, people know me. and I can't believe I didn't win. But then what turned... What I think was really good is that they then did, like, oh, like, these other positions you could apply to be at the sixth form. So I applied to be... They had an entertainment officer role. So I was like, let me just apply for that. Uh, And I won. um, And I was like, cool. And for me, my thing's always been this. is In the sense of, like, whatever role... Like, whether I win or lose, that Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that I can't do what I wanted to do. So, like... At my secondary, at my sixth form, I did a talent show, raised like over three hundred pounds mm. for for a local charity. Yeah. Um, like we had judges, we, it was like really fun. People enjoyed themselves, and I was like, cool. I'm making moves, even though I'm not head boy.
1: You make so, the most out of the exactly hundred yeah. percent. So
0: for me, I was just like, you know what? Even like with this competition, mm. I was like, because yeah, that's the most recent, so that's why I, I bring it up. So even though I didn't win, or like you know, I don't know where in the top five I came. I was like for me, I was just like, cool, like, I'm gonna show not like like it might sound arrogant, but not like show like dick like I deserve it. But I'm just like I'm gonna show like regardless of whether I win or lose, like I'm doing something good and I know like people need what I'm doing. So I'm gonna keep doing it, I'm gonna elevate it, I'm gonna keep growing so that people can see. And I've always said that, like to me, I've accepted now that like any re- like any rejection is gonna be amazing. Cause then I tell people like, yeah, like literally like, a story. I, it's like got a story like i mentioned it before um yeah i promise i'll go into the next question <laughs> but i mentioned it before that like one of my lecturers um at, like one open day to me was just like we we're talking about like just a levels and stuff and he was like what did you get for a levels told him my results and he was just like oh yeah i don't think um like, I'll, like you i would like we would have let you in um with your grades and i was like cool like i don't i don't I know like, i don't um but to me, like I said, the most the thing that I enjoyed the most or the most humbling thing for that person, but uh, the one thing that I took pride in was that um I saw that person at graduation and now uh, they were in my graduation ceremony mm. and I was just saying that the fact that I could be there, like I'm on stage, I'm doing a speech, and even like I like honestly, people people think I planned everything out. I did not plan the like I always planned, sorry, for my graduation speech should not necessarily be from the perspective of like, you know, oh like you know, Bruno was amazing, it did all these things for me, helped me, da, 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 or like, oh, fa- like, you know, the lecturers and all the, like, I'm not saying my lecturers weren't great. I had amazing lecturers. I had some amazing lecturers. Um, but for me, I was just like, at the end of the day, like, the people attending the ceremony are the students. So I was just like, I want That's my. The focus. Yeah. That's I want, the focus. And, and um, like, I always, so this quote, uh, and like, people probably know because I always bring it up, but there's this quote called, uh, in Latin, which is Sig Parvis Magna, which means greatness from small beginnings and my whole speech was around the idea of I want people like all these students even like staff members whoever's like listening to know that like okay so you might not win awards you might not have the best grades you might not necessarily know what you're going to do tomorrow or like what you're going to do career wise but that doesn't mean that like greatness can't come from what you're doing you can't like grow you can't develop you can't like be a change maker you can't start your own company so for me I feel like that's what I guess the long version of that was just I feel like that's what I'm taking away for 2023, um, even though we've got, like, a couple months left. Um, it's
1: come back so quick. You know, honestly, like,
0: September, we're mid, basically midway to September, and I'm just ah. like,
1: damn. <laughs> I, I li- yeah,
0: i has been too quick. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but yeah, I think for me, that's what I've taken, that this year has just been, like, regardless of whatever happens, that doesn't mean that I need, like, my awards or accomplishments don't better... Or belittle the work that I do
1: yeah, and um, even the exposure like mm. even when you're talking about how you are finalist for different awards, deep de- like think about the exposure that you've gained in those mm. in those sectors or in those awards, like now different people actually know about your mm. of, about your company like you're familiarizing yourself um, and networking with so many so many other people, so mm. you don't know what opportunity that in itself can bring yeah yeah, so yeah don't limit yourself at all I mm. think sometimes we can be. We can hold ourselves back, mm. um, the most, there was a quote I, I forgot, but <laughs> <That's all right. laughs> it was something like we can be, our, not like our biggest enemy to ourselves, oh, but yeah. we can kind of like hold ourselves mm. back by limiting ourselves. Mm. And yeah, I think that's the mentali- mentality that we need to get rid of yeah. collectively. Yeah.
0: hundred percent. Um, I think, like inadvertently, like we had a list of questions, but we sort of like tackled some of these <laughs> I things I lost them. <laughs> yeah. um but yeah, I think there's there's two key ones that I will definitely want to touch on because I know mm-hmm. we've discussed like success and um, and advice, well, well actually yeah, maybe three, um but also, I know the time is going, and i, uh, I, don't, I don't want this, i don't want, you know we might have to do as a two parter which is an issue. I'm enjoying the conversation, I'm sure you guys are too um but yeah, I think one thing is what would you say? because obviously like Mental health is really important to us to pick up the mic and we love to share resources that can support your mental health. And that's why we are so glad to have today's sponsor. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this video. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 30,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get you started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone or video call. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live appointments when it's convenient for you. If your therapist isn't right for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you. More scheduling flexibility and at an affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash the mic. I've also linked them down below in the description. So again, that's betterhelp.com slash pick up the mic, M-I-C, uh, and start your journey today. I guess it was, it'll be interesting to hear your answer first and then I can talk about it as well. But mm-hmm. you, you, you've done a lot. And like you said, you've, been, you've applied for stuff. You've realized that rejection is a redirection. But also, like you said, you're, you're doing all of this while studying. Mm. And like, I think for a lot of people, they can struggle with that um we've <laughs> discussed it in previous episodes of like you know if you're trying to manage like like even like bare minute, like bare minimum are so rude but I don't even mean it like that but I mean like if you're a committee member yeah. you got your studies like you're also I don't know like doing like you're doing stuff at home like you got all of this stuff even like sometimes like being a committee Like I've been on com- different committees I know how much work it can be Definitely. even if it's like the even if it should be simple you're just there like doing three people's jobs and it can be a lot but yeah I guess what I'd like to ask is what would be some like strategies or some advice that people for anyone that's essentially like they might be going into their final year they might just be going into first year but you would say is things they need to know to how to manage basically ensure that they can excel academically but also ensure that they've got a good work-life balance and their well-being isn't being like lost because they're trying to do everything
1: yeah Oh, yeah really good (laughs) question again um I think that that will vary for different people Mm. I think is initially it's really important to understand that don't compare yourself to other Mm. people everyone is different the way you know some people can sit, study and manage so many different things all in one go and still ace their their Grades, they can do that. Maybe they've been practicing, like you said, <laughs> participating in being a head boy, a head girl, or committees or different like responsibilities since they were young. Mm. Maybe you haven't had that exposure. So I think not comparing ourselves—that's something I struggled with. And comparison is was it a thief of joy. Comparisons, oh of yeah, a thief, a thief of joy. Drawing, yeah. yeah. Okay, so brush up my, quotes, <laughs> but, but you get the point. It's yeah. Because everyone's uh, on their own journey, everyone's different, so understand that to begin with. Um, I think in terms of managing workload and balance life, I I think, know what your priorities are. What are your actual priorities? I see this thing on LinkedIn, (laughs) and it's what is, like, I should do or I must do? Mm. What needs to be done today? Out of your 10 list, it can be two, three things. Mm. And you feel like, oh, I haven't accomplished it. You know what I wanted to do. No, two, three things to do it. That's your priority. Mm. So focusing on that, it saves you stress and anxiety that actually builds up over time. Um, that's something I'm having to work on. Even today, I had to, to think to myself, what is what do I actually need to get done today? Mm. I cancelled four or five other things. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just do that process. So, yeah, get into um, a habit of um, learning that. Another massive, massive advice I would give young people, especially if you're starting uni or returning, find people on your course. Don't Mm. try to do education academia by yourself. Mm. Don't, you know, how did I balance all my application with my studies, especially third year engineering was so difficult. Is because um, I had friends like who, especially a specific friend, he needed to get an internship Mm. this year or a placement or grad, Mm. graduate scheme um because of his circumstances so for him because it was a need a must he would we would spend hours eight hours nine hours ten hours even Mm. longer in the lab um doing our assignments he would go back home to do his application Mm. because i was always around him Mm. that fueled this motivation in me Mm. to go do the same thing of course it varied i'm not going to compare myself to him but it was because i surrounded myself around him and other people it, it just drove me to yeah. be able to push myself more than I usually would have, mm. um, to eliminate that laziness, that's mm. it, I would say, um, that could be there. So uh, surround yourself with people. Maybe you need, you know, you're struggling with your assignments, but somebody else actually understands it, and you're struggling, you're spending four hours, five hours trying to get through it, mm. when you can easily ask and help each other. Mm. You know, find the shortcuts. You hear, like, don't um, work hard, like, study hard, but study smart. Mm. Yeah, sometimes it's really about studying smart. Find the people. Go to your teachers. Ask your teachers for help. Something I didn't do and I'm going to do this year mm. is a must. If you don't understand something in class, go ask your oh, teachers yes. for help. Ask for assignment. Because even in the end, if you're struggling and you go to them, let's say you haven't been frequently um, showing your face and asking questions to them, at the end, they may not, they may be reluctant to help you. Mm. However, if you're frequently asking questions, asking for help, emailing them, they know you're willing. They know... Mm you're proactive you know Mm. so yeah be familiar with your with your lecturers your teachers just don't try to do things by yourself um keep your family relationships or friendship that relationship you have with your own people Mm. um close like nurture it don't neglect it i know so easy to do that i've been guilty of that but nurture that because yeah something to fall back on isn't Mm. it you need that support i think we need community. If there's anything I can just summarize, <laughs> community. Find your community, find your people. Um, and if you haven't found those people, don't don't just shut yourself in your room, you know, behind closed doors. Go, put yourself out there. I know it's difficult. Mm. Um, my faith helps me with that. Like, I pray, Lord, like, Lord, help me find mm. these people genuinely. Mm. Um, and I believe God is faithful to guide us. So, yeah, just go out, go out, try it. If it doesn't work, try again. So... Mm. Yeah, I think I spoke about three,
0: four. No, oh, this is good. This <laughs>
1: is good.
0: Because yeah. Um, yeah, I think uh, for a lot of people, like I think, like I said, I'd agree wholeheartedly with everything that you said. Yeah. But one, like everyone's got their own sort of like balancing technique, and it's just figuring out what's the best for you. In the same sense of when it comes to like revision, like everyone revises in their own unique way, and you've got to find what works for you. Um, because yeah, I think like you said, for me, um, like. like like I know we discussed about it like before Um, like for me one thing that my sister recommended that I'm trying to do more is this idea of like I've what the method's called but it's got like a fancy name but it's like you spend 25 minutes on a task like no distractions no nothing Uh, but the next 25 minutes is focused on whatever you want to do then you give yourself like 10 to 15 minutes of a break, but you have to ensure that like that 10, 15 minutes is going to be that break. So you by doing that, it's like, okay, so I've got this period where I know like no distractions, no nothing, I'm focusing whatever I need to do. But then you give yourself that 10, 15 minute break of like, okay, cool. So like, I've done what I needed to, now I can break. Now, if you finish the task in more than 15, like 25 minutes, cool, you can extend your break a bit longer, but having those like, okay, so for the next 25 minutes, I want to do this. And then and then, and after that, like, after my break, I want to do this for the next 25 minutes. Um, because, yeah, literally, like we said today, there's a lot of stuff, like, to-do list. I think, depending on the person, I think for me at least, I end up writing, like, every idea that comes into my head. For, yeah,
1: same. Um, don't want to miss anything out. Exactly. It's, like, two pages worth of exactly. to-do lists,
0: yeah. um, But then you realise, like, there's so much on there that you don't have to do, like, in one day. Yeah. Like, even if you could do it in one day, you probably end up, like stressed and burned out but there's so much that you put in it like there's so much emphasis put on completing everything on your to-do list and it's just like no like some things can just be like you there are things that have to be done today there are things that can be done tomorrow mm. and then there's things that in a month's time can be done so possible, yeah. um so yeah it's just figuring out that like just planning out your day even if like you do a to-do list then like read through it and thoroughly think like oh like if i'm i don't know like Like we're saying about jobs, like, if I need to work on my LinkedIn profile, okay, cool. What can I do on my LinkedIn profile today? Am I going to, you know, like, update my, like achievements or am I gonna work on adding a better photo or am I gonna you know design my banner in a different mm. way and then doing that but then if you say oh yeah I literally just need to work specifically on my LinkedIn profile now obviously there's so much on your profile yeah. that you could get lost in doing like you could say I'm spending 25 minutes yeah. ends up like three hours later and you're tr- <laughs> still trying to like figure out how yeah. to make it perfect um but yeah just give yourself like one specific thing that you can be like cool I've done this and there's even like studies that show like being able to tick things off your to-do yeah. list does it yeah it motivates you, know, you, feel you.
1: Accomplished.
0: 100% um, and even like I guess the second thing of like community and like having working in spaces with other people like even like again i promised roundhouse aren't paying i'm just saying this because i found it useful for myself but like even working in like co-working spaces like roundhouse works yeah. or like other organizations it is the whole purpose of them is it's supposed to be you're working in a space where others are working now you might come to a co-working space and not talk to anyone mm-hmm. no one's saying you've got to come and start conversations but like when you're in it like um we were supposed to record an episode um, and I I went to the person's office, they work in a co-working space, we couldn't record it, but they said like, if you want to work there, that's perfectly cool. Now for me, I found, I think I was only planning to be there for like maybe an hour. Ended up staying there for like three hours because I was just like, you know what, I'm getting so much done. You're surrounded by people that are just like, yeah, I need to like, I'm not not here to like get distracted I'm here to like get work done and sometimes you need that because there'll be things there were things I was just like oh yeah you know I'll do it when I get back or like when I've got time I'll do it but I was like you know what I'm here, like, I'm not going to be distracted. No one's going to, like, come and ask me questions. Like, I'm just literally in a co-working space and I can focus and put my head down and just get stuff done. Um, So, yeah, so whether that's, like, you've got to go to your library as a student, whether it's, you know, you want to start a business, you've got to look for a co-working space that can offer you stuff. Like, I think just find that space because then you can just focus solely on just doing the task.
1: Yeah, and something I also, I was kind of thinking about when you were talking, um, something that did help me have that balanced lifestyle with my academia as well is the element of pouring out what's mm. on your mind. So for me, like because I'm a Christian, that's prayer. Mm. Like I have for me I need to communicate with God one way or another. Mm. Um, it doesn't just have to be just sitting at home on your knee praying. On your on your way to the library, on mm. your way to somewhere or just going on going out for a walk mm. or listening to music that connects you with the Lord, with God. So these kind of things gave me it kind of, like, grounded me, if that makes sense. It just brought me back to focus. Because, mm. like, what is my purpose? What am I really on this journey for, you mm. know? Uh, why am I really running after these things for? So, and then also, you burn out sometimes. Yeah. It's a big thing. It's a real <laughs> thing. You burn out. So, even just asking God for strength, mm. again, just to be renewed. So, I think, I know it varies for different people, but... Mm. um, one method a lot of people use is journaling. Yes. People journal. Go, maybe it's somewhere in nature, outside of mm. your room, you can find space, journal, pour mm. out, just write, write, write. You're getting everything f- from your mind onto the mm. paper. So Or speaking with people. Mm. Spe- call a friend or someone that... Even like a therapist and just pour out and just speak. Mm. Speak your thought process. Because mm. sometimes we overthink it. I'm That's same. me. I tend to I'm overthink same. a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then when you're speaking out, someone else can give you a different perspective. Mm. Um, or can... Maybe the situation is really not that deep, mm. and they they can kind of highlight that for you or uh, give you a solution. So yeah, I think yeah, just find methods to pour out what's in your heart and your on your mind. Mm. Yeah,
0: no, hundred percent. Like even we did an episode. Uh, I don't remember when. Oh, YouTube will appear somewhere. It'll be in the description. But we did an episode literally <laughs> yeah. talking about um, like following like motivations and how you can find stuff to help you achieve goals. Yeah. and literally, like the person there was said the exact same thing. Like. She journals morning and night. She has a strict routine. She focuses on, on like just looking after her health and her well-being. And it's literally like what you said, that just like, like having that... Like for me, I, like, I don't do it every day. I'm trying to, but yeah, I, I, I also admit that work sometimes... Yeah. Like There are days when I'm pretty tired. Um, but yeah, having... Like for me, I always end the day with like a sort I end the day with like a journal to God and like, I just write like, you know, thank you for this. This is what, like, thank you for all these things that happened in my day. And like, this is what I'm praying to you about for like, for guidance or for strength. Um, and I've found that it's helped me. Like, whether you want to write a journal yeah. to God, whether you want to write it to just yourself, like, just getting all of that out is good because you're like putting it somewhere that you can look back and be like, cool, like, this is... Like this is out of my head, it's there, uh, and I think, like you said, like even just speaking to people, like I probably will look like well, I do it in public, but like at home sometimes I will just be like saying thoughts out loud mm. because I'm like cool, like I've got a lot up here let's get let's get it out, um so like sometimes whether it's like I'm planning stuff, I'll just be saying it, or whether I'm just like. Yeah. I don't know like thinking about like what can I do next or like I'm thinking about a particular thing whether it's revision I'm trying to focus on like what can even like so, well not really on the way to work but like even if I'm thinking about okay cool so what am I going to do like as I go into work like what am I But like I might be thinking in my head like okay so I'm going to do this and this
1: and this, and
0: this. I catch
1: myself
0: uh, stuff in was, yeah sometimes you'll just be like you'll just be doing it you'll just be like oh sugar I'm actually in public like I need yeah. to like I need to calm down a bit um, but yeah no it is good and I think like it is something that especially like Like, when you, like, when people are doing, like, a lot, they will, like, it is, personally, I love it. I think it's genuinely good. Obviously, there's not anyone listening to the babbling that I'm doing, but, like, it is good for me, at least, to get it out of my head and just say it out loud. Yeah. Um, Yeah put it out on the table exactly um, but yeah I think we've kind of answered the last question because um, the last question was going to be about like just sharing looking back on your academic journey sharing like valuable lessons and yeah. insights um, but instead I'm going to flip it uh, mm-hmm. and I'm going to say what is so you're going to your, your, your final year at university yes definitely. so what are you looking forward to like in a year's time what what, what are you saying that that year is going to be like she did um, yeah yeah
1: yeah, I don't for this. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. Well, okay. So, like accomplishments, I w- yeah. I w-
0: would yeah. So, appreciate. like in a year's okay. time, you'll be like, I like I'm like I'm looking like mm. I look back on this conversation. Set. I've set the date. You know, September sixteenth, twenty twenty-three. And in a year's time, you're gonna be like, wow, like I can't believe, like it I had. This. Yeah, I did this. Wow.
1: Okay. I think. Definitely, okay, it can be, it may not be something new, but keeping up with the momentum that I've already begun mm. just in the past few months, mm. um, when it comes to up, taking every opportunity that I can find. Of course, not everything. Mm. You have to use wisdom to um, discern, which <laughs> you should or <shouldn't> <laughs> else you'll overwhelm yourself. But, yeah, I think take as many opportunities as I can, possibly, mm. um yeah put myself out there that's also another thing actually George uh, from Motives, one advice that he gave me is just stay on top of uh, people's minds mm. especially those within industry stay mm. on top of the minds and that it like putting yourself out there doing the most uh, at times uh, being proactive interacting pe- to people um, reaching out there is no shame in doing that I just want to say on LinkedIn yeah if you see my LinkedIn chat <laughs> honestly I'm like hey I introduce myself if there's an opportunity advice something mm. I want from that person I put it out there so by doing these things I've noticed that they open doors for me mm. so don't limit myself really go out um, another thing is maybe taking opportunities that may be different to what I had planned mm. um, even something came up recently is not necessarily to do with engineering technical work you know but it's something on the side it's a different role it's more of a leadership role mm. I've that you know i'm not really familiar with that but i want to put myself out there because i have a story that i want to share mm. um which even if it helps one person right mm. so taking those opportunities as well um and i also love content creating that's something i love <laughs> uh i've always wanted to do but i'm shy so i do not do it <laughs> honestly there's so many reasons i i just that held me back um caring about what people would think mm. am i even gonna Make a difference. Am I going to look silly doing this? Mm. Uh, but, you know, videography and blogging or like content creating. I've got my phone, it's got so mm. many photos that I've been <laughs> used, but I want to start doing that. I want to use social media to um, share my journey. Mm. You know, it's not just this is what I'm doing, but when people see what I'm doing and they ask me, How did you get there? and I tell mm. them, Here, yo, I flopped, I failed so many times, more than you can even think about. Um, you know, and I'm in this position that will hopefully just put a spark in them mm. like inspire them so I want to use content creation definitely grow in that area keep me accountable <laughs> <laughs> you keep me accountable oh, oh. um but yeah just, I want to grow in different areas um even faith wise yeah I want to serve people I think yeah. use my journey to, my story to share and just serve others so yeah. I see that God has been giving me this opportunity so I want to continue to build on it mm. I'm going to throw that question back to you. <laughs> okay. What is your answer? Um, it's not an easy
0: one. Yeah, is it? it's not yeah. an easy one. It's a tough one. Uh, in a year's time, um, I think first off with the the podcasts, um, I I have to do something for our community uh, to celebrate because, like, literally, um, like I said, the way it's recorded. The episode where I go into in more detail is coming out later, but um, I literally spoke about that for since we started, like we've never done an in-person event, and only that's not necessarily because like we could. Well, one it was because obviously when we started COVID happened, so that was yeah, no point. Um, and then also it's just like trying to do anything in London unless you've got like a, a plug or like someone that can give you a space for free. Like, you got... It is expensive. expensive. It is way too... <laughs> like, so we... we Like, we're in the woods yeah. trying to sort out some stuff for that. And hopefully... Like, I, keep, I know I keep saying, like, we're going to do something. I promise. Like, this time, I have plans. So there definitely should be something that we will be doing soon. But I think definitely doing something to celebrate the, the community and doing more, like, in-person events would be my like, big dream, like, I know we we did do a, like, something for International Women's Day, that was the first, like, proper in-person event, but we haven't done anything to, A, launch the podcast, B, celebrate, like, we've done over a hundred, no, a hundred, no, so we've done over 50 episodes of, like, the first podcast that we ever did, mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, I would specifically want to do something to celebrate, like, all these milestones, so, yeah, definitely, podcast-wise, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I think, secondly, uh, kind of like what you said, like, keep that momentum going, so, for me, this year was the first time well, yeah, i literally just started like I think in May a public Instagram page. So obviously I've got my private one that I invite like friends and family to like follow. Um, but then I was just like, oh, I do a lot of stuff and pick up the mic, that it's not like I don't really feel like it makes sense for me to share like, oh, pick up the mics here mm. when it's just for me. I'm like I've like on LinkedIn, I wouldn't share it on the pick up the mic page, I'd share it on my personal page and then reshare it with pick up the mic. Uh-huh. So this year like I was uh, at interestingly enough Foundervine uh, had an event called Founderfest where they bring like all these people to come and share like advice and you can meet them and network and all this stuff and pers- someone was doing one on like branding so I was, like, I literally just asked a person hey look like I I've got this I've got this idea I've got this podcast like, I want to do the I don't want to have like, I've got my own personal page but I don't really feel like sharing stuff like this fits in it and she was just like yeah just literally start so i think doing more of that like getting to like posting and sharing more about like like you said like like my content creation journey doing more stuff going to do interviews like yeah i will be doing more interviews um in the coming weeks again like i said like this month and next month Pretty busy, yeah, but that be fun. It's good though, good yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of, like plans um, that, that we're working on. And so I'm looking forward to that. Um But yeah, doing doing more of that would be really good. And then I think yeah, there's two more things. I think one, like you said, faith. I want to keep developing and growing my relationship with God. And like, I think like like if it basically like if it comes up in the podcast, like feeling like not necessarily I feel like I couldn't, but like sharing my more of my journey because, like I said at the start, like I feel like especially when it comes to black people there is a tendency for us to like be like oh no we don't want to talk about like like we want to talk about our successes but not our failures or like we want to make it seem like we're doing amazingly well all the time when like sometimes things are tough okay. so sharing more of my own experiences my own journeys I think that is something linking to like my relationship with God that I'd like to do more yeah and then very finally um sort of like one it's, it's like a two-parter so one giving more opportunities for people to like work and pick up the mic and like to share their own journeys so continue like obviously i'm not telling, like we're not stopping picking up the mic but like bring more people on to like just dis- to discuss stuff to host their own like to host their own episodes that we've got to do stuff and um, but also i think kind of like what um i don't actually think i ever mentioned it but because when pick up the mic started out of like i was doing my undergrad in my final year and if you've done a master's or like yeah if you've done a master's you know that that's basically almost child's play it's it's really not i'm not saying like if anyone going to find a year please like you'll find it the toughest thing you've done yeah. but then when you come back and do a master's you find it even tougher because you're trying to do obviously undergraduate you've got three years and then you've got a dissertation at the end masters got one year you've got to, like sort out your life Everything, in one year yeah. so i think for me when it started i had the most time out of everyone on the team so i was just like okay cool i don't mind like and also, like, it was my idea. So I was just like, I don't feel fair to, like, put pressure on my, like, my my two co-founders to do stuff because I was just like, it, they're doing their masters, they're trying to sort stuff out. We're all in a pandemic, like, we're all in at home. Like, I don't want to put pressure on them. Yeah. I was like, I've got the time, I've got the effort, let me do it. Um, but yeah, now I will, like, everyone's... there's more like stability most like I think yeah all of us on the team have like left university or graduated and we're all either like working or we're looking for work so there's a lot more freedom that I can give so Mm -hmm. even though it's not necessarily like I guess none of the things were specific about the podcast, but, like, I think specifically for me, I just want to get into a place where I can give more responsibility to, like, the team or, like, people who are interested in, like, supporting the podcast. So, like I said, if they want to record a podcast or if they want to host an episode or if they want to do stuff, like, I can be, like, cool, this this is what I need. Like, I can give you access to spaces and stuff, but this is what you would need to do. Um, And yeah, maybe, like, by God's grace, if I do it in the next year, this would make me super happy. But even if not, like, to, to have it that with us now being, like, a podcast network, that people... So, like, all the podcasts we do, for the most part, are ones that, like, we've come up with as a team. But even to have people say, like, oh, yeah, I'm, like you know like it feels pain i'd love it but like even people to turn around and be like cool so you've got the facilities you know the equipment i want to do a podcast i want to work with you like this is the idea like these are the people that we want to host it um so that i like even if i'm like like i've always said i'm happy to be behind the scenes and also like someone wants to work on a podcast someone to do stuff i'm always happy to do that but i think my yeah i think in the next year to turn around there's also sorry there's one other thing I need to add but to, there's one, I think with that it would be really great to just like have people like come and host podcasts under pick up the mic that we can be like yes like you fit what we're trying to do and we're really excited to like support you but I know that I don't need to worry about like coming up with ideas or doing this it's
1: already there they're doing it you just need to provide
0: exactly Um, and the very last thing is like one overall arching things and then smaller things in it Um, which is basically just I want to so doing the speech at graduation was definitely a dream come true I want to do more speeches so literally on my like like 30 before 30 30 things I want to do before 30 list um, I definitely want to do a TED talk at some point for that.
1: Um,
0: yeah <laughs> like I, I like if you're, if you're watching look for a TED talk host uh, just let me know um, but yeah TED talk I definitely want to do I definitely want to do like more workshops or like engagement with people who want to do like get into doing create like whether it's content creation or like podcasting or whatever yeah. but like just giving them advice and stuff that I've done and I've learned I'm um, growing like we've got a consultation service so growing that as well and then very finally I think to the dream like the big dream would be to do a to do interviews at a red carpet event. Wow. Um, now whether that's me doing it like full pick up the mic and we've been invited to do it at like an event or we've invited to yeah like to do an event that'd be amazing. Even if it was like, oh, specifically, like, I don't know, like, let's say BBC, like, it's just like, cool, like, we're going to be at this event. We want you to come and interview, like, guests for a film or a TV show or an award ceremony. Like, that to me would be like, I would, yeah, yeah, I was, I, <laughs> I was screaming from the rooftops. Yeah. Um, and, like, wow. that would be, like, honestly, the biggest dream because, mm. um, like, I love doing. I love doing podcasting, and like I said, I know we've done a lot of like in-person interviews over the last like couple of months, um, and those have been really fun because it's just like quick fire stuff I'd like mm. most of the time I don't even know the person so I'm literally learning about them as on, going, the going. on the go <laughs> um, yeah. so yeah and I feel like to just do that like would be that That would be the thing that I'd be I'd literally like you would I would share everyone like LinkedIn. Would you would like I, I, you know I do it like my graduation I keep it quiet I wouldn't tell anyone and then I literally just you know put in my story like a little snippet they'll be like
1: Sure I and then I'd just be
0: afterwards like yes I've been here the whole time I want do this wow. um, and like I think if I was ever to like do it at a red carpet event and there were like certain celebrities that friends or family members said like they, they they're big fans of I would just try and get like a photo or like get a video message for them hmm. and just be like oh yeah I'll just send this to them fly. I won't say anything I'll just be like oh just drop it don't yeah, yeah. even like,
1: respond after <laughs>
0: because yeah I think that would be like to me that would be like a big thing because mm. I'd be like I, like I said I love doing interviews I love meeting people um to to do it at a red carpet or even to do like a interview like for another company like for an organization but I'm interviewing them like sort of like in a I guess presenter style yeah. like we're in a room and I'm asking them questions like that would be the dream yeah
1: and what's stopping you exactly like you're literally on the way yeah maybe you might even be limiting yourself with what you're dreaming of who knows you know that's true. Really That's true. Knows, yeah.
0: That's true. Um, so you yeah, if, you, if, you're, if you're looking for an interviewer or a speaker, you know, just just uh, you know, a little plug. What uh, are you doing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but actually, with that, I won't like the the idea only came this week, so I, it probably won't be out anytime soon. Uh, depending on like how workers and stuff but even like because I know for a lot of speakers and even for a speaker I met at a, um, at a like, event I went to who does a lot of like uh, work with BAFTA so she does a lot of interviews and stuff like that shows uh, panel discussions okay. like she was saying like having like a show reel so example of your work is really good and before I used to have one and it was just like a general overview of pick up the mic but yeah. I'm currently working on one for myself and like, i don't like basically i did like again this was like godsend because this this idea just came out of nowhere i was thinking oh maybe i'll just like make a you know base it off like you know just stuff i've done before like just introduce myself maybe put some footage um but i i don't I, like, so, I, I don't want to spoil it but basically like it's based off one of my favorite films yeah. the the way i'm gonna style it and i'm praying that they don't like because there's specific music that fits what i'm doing. And if if you if you're an avid watcher and you've watched me talk about some of my like favourite people like TV shows and films, you know I'm talking. You should hopefully know what I'm talking about. But <laughs> I'm going to do my whole show reel on a specific like based on a specific style from. Uh, I don't want to say like I don't if I say.
1: Can't give Where, away yeah, bad. not going to really too on. much. Uh,
0: but yeah, from a TV or yeah. uh, or film, um, they do introductions like really cool. And I'm I'm planning out the next hopefully week or two is going to be planning out how it's going to work. Mm. Um, and yeah, I'm hoping when you guys see it, you're gonna, I, I, will, I will I will again shout from the rooftops. But I'm praying, I'm praying to God that the people that own the music, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to steal any money from you. So I promise you, right. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. So when that comes out, I will let you guys know. I will share it on everything. Um, but yeah, that's um, yeah, that's, that would be my yeah, dream. Yeah,
1: keep an eye out. Yeah, keep an eye
0: out. Mm. Um, but yeah, we now come to the end of the episode. Um, thank you, usually, for thank coming you. on. Um, thank yeah, you. it's been really good. Yeah. Um, it's been great. I know our audience have. I've, I've learned a lot. I'm sure our audience have learned a lot. Yeah. Um, if anyone wants to get in touch, mm-hmm. they want to you know speak to you about some of your experiences. Maybe you know, five you come mm. speak at events. Um, what's the best way for them to do that?
1: Thing, just uh, reach out via my social media. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm really active on LinkedIn, um, even on Instagram. So, yeah, please find me on that. Um, yeah, and I'm really willing to help, really willing to even uh, give advice, whatever it may be. Mm. Um, yeah, so, feel free. Perfect.
0: Cool. And yeah, thank you to you, our wonderful audience, for coming back for another episode. Yep. If you like this episode, like, comment, subscribe is always appreciated. And if you want to make sure you don't miss any of our episodes, then please make sure you hit the notification bell, which is at the bottom video but uh, next thing if you're interested in receiving some perks maybe you want to support the podcast please check out our Patreon page which will be description below and very finally if you want to see some of our other stuff as I mentioned in a video a week ago we are now uh, split off some of our content so if you're interested in gaming you should check out pick up the controller series we will be adding our old episodes and hopefully be recording some new ones so there'll be some more content there there's obviously the Two Maces channel which uh, continue to discuss a wide range of comic book and sci-fi and historical tv shows so if you're interested in entertainment check it out and Finally. If, like me, you like a bit of anime, um, then please check out our Senseis of Anime podcast. All of these you can find at the top of our YouTube page. So if you go to the top, you'll see like a featured under Pick up the Mic, and you'll see those three channels. Uh, so yeah, make sure to subscribe, click the notification bell on each of them so you don't miss out on videos as well. Um, yeah, that's all we're gonna close the curtain uh, today. Uh, it's been a great discussion, and we'll see you next time when we go behind the curtain to discuss another topic. Okay. Cool, um, yeah, thank you very much.